What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Coming to you live from downtown Detroit, this is Benzinga's Pre-Market Prep. With your host, Joel O'Connor. This is a volatile puppy here, isn't it? And Dennis Dick. I've been a penny. I will buy the stock for a penny. With everything you need to start your trading day. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to this Wednesday pre-market prep. I've got some new friends in the background. Spencer Israel, Joel Conan, Dennis Dick with you this morning. What are we talking about, guys? We're talking about Bitcoin, more Bitcoin stocks, 13F. So I, I want to hit on the uh, the Berkshire Hathaway 13F from last night, see what stocks Warren Buffett bought and what stocks he sold last quarter. We got a couple of earnings on our radar, but we know you don't care about that, right? Spotify was this morning. Uh, not Spotify, sorry. Shopify was this morning. Um, unless I can't can't get my calendar straight. Yeah, Shopify. I don't know why I wrote Spotify there. Uh, Wix.com, uh, Wingstop, Ring Central. But we'll, we know what you want. We'll stick to the high-flying crypto stocks today. Our guest is Christian Fromhertz. He is the founder and CEO of the Tribeca Trade Group. He will join us at 835 in between now and then, hit that like button, hit subscribe, hit share, tweet at us, like us, do all that good stuff on the social. Joel, how are we doing this morning? Uh, we're basically flat, Spencer. We had a nice nice range overnight. Uh, found resistance just above that old-time closing high, 39.31 at 32 and a quarter. Um, had a little dip, 39.13. That was through yesterday's low, but the buy the dippers came in again. And uh, just trading up a buck here at 28.75. Uh, crude. Traded in the 61 handle, 61.26 at your high, trading up 89 cents at 60.94. Some problems in uh, Texas, uh, really restricting supply. So here we go. Uh, got a nice run in oil. Uh, gold, gold's looking heavy down here, under $1,800. Traded down nine bucks, 17.89.70. That old, important 17.70.80 area, that's shaking like a leaf. Silver, that's going the same way, unfortunately. That's down 11 and a half cents at 27 20 bitcoin not a not a fail breakout yesterday not for now that open interest is staying up there it's up two thousand five hundred and fifty five dollars and fifty one thousand four hundred and eighty wow triple d 13 f's some earnings yeah where would you like to start? It was one of those nights. It was pick-off Denny night. I know when you're running market-making programs and you're on 13F night, you should back off. But I'm like, boom, short Verizon. Boom, short Chevron. Boom, you're short shorted Exxon. Stocks? Boom, short you're Exxon. Shorted stocks? You're short stocks. Oh, all within man, about two seconds. Ass. I was short. Ver- so here's all in within like one second. I'm short Verizon. 
short Chevron. Oh, you, you, I'm short you. Exxon. Short XLE because it's full of Chevron. Oh, oh, boom, 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 boom. I was like, oh. I'm like, I don't even have to look at the headline, but I know who that is. I'm like, <laughs> so I just immediately turn around and lift the next offer that's right beside me. And, you know, if you're quick, you can be caught on the wrong side of the news. Verizon, I go, so I think I got short like 54 and a half. I go to lift like the 54 or 60. I get filled like 54 40 because somebody nice. else is. Somebody else has come in and say, oh, what's going on? And they'll sell it there. And obviously, I had an inkling that, you know, when you see moves oh. like that, boom, 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 it, it's Buffett. Covered the Chevron immediately. Covered the XLE immediately. Somehow, barely lost money. So that's just knowing you're on the wrong side of the trade and immediately reacting and saying, I'm caught. And I bet Buffett just reported in his 13F that he's long all these stocks that I just shorted. So oh, I got picked no. off by the news algo. And luckily, got out quickly because Verizon now up two dollars and thirty-three cents. Wow. Chevron now up three dollars and eighty-seven cents. I turned around and bought MMC, uh, but then I it got silly and went all the way to one twenty. I did not get out up there. I tried. I just missed it. And anyways, it's come back down. It's not up nearly as much, which is actually surprising because smaller company. But man, Buffett moves stocks. You put a nail in that oil coffin maybe a little bit too soon yesterday. You and uh, Warner <laughs> on opposite uh, ends of this uh, this trade here. I don't even know what I said. Oil stocks? I have no idea what I said. I said I hate oil stocks long term. I have no idea where they're going short term. Okay. So did they go up yesterday? Yep. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just talking about obvious – no, Warren long term thinks they're going up just opposite side oh yeah long term yeah if he's buying chevron he obviously does i think he's on the wrong side of the trade i'm not a fan of oil stocks at all but he wants to come in but let's be honest 45 days ago where was chevron 45 well, i guess chevron was hanging in the same area 85 87 88 so he's coming in he's a value guy okay yep. verizon pe we That's talked crazy. about verizon that's crazy for this to be up this much, Dennis. That is crazy. $2.30 made a new low this, of the move yesterday. That's a big move. But this this market is all about moves getting overdone. I mean, that's what this market is about. You know it's going to get set on CNBC 100 times today that he bought Verizon and Chevron. Every time he, they say it. There's other people, oh, well, i got to go buy that. So, uh, yeah, I, I completely agree. It's overdone, but just come in and fade the move. Like, no. to, to full, you know, I shorted those stocks, not because Buffett. As soon as I heard Buffett was long, I turned around and covered them for whatever, you know, I can get out on. You know, and if you're really quick, you can often, you know, on a Verizon Chevron, you can get out without too much damage. Correct. Um, like I said, somehow I ba barely lost anything, which is incredible considering I'm way on the wrong side of the trade. I should have turned around and got long them all, but I was just happy I didn't get destroyed. So, anyways, you think you know, there's a you think there's enough? Uh, I know Verizon's trade. I haven't checked the volume here yet in Verizon. It's probably pretty good, but boy, there's going to be especially with uh, four hundred eighteen thousand. I mean, you, where did you close yesterday? There's going to be a lot of paper in the book to to get this thing up here. I'll just look at 56 and a half to 57. The pre-market highs at 56 and a half. There was another high at 57. I mean, it's going to, I mean, we settled on the, we made a new low at 53.83. So you got to chew through the paper and all the 54 handle, all the 55 handle, half of the 56 handle. Boy, oh boy, it's going to take a lot of buying. I don't know. I don't, I wouldn't want to be buying this thing off the open and then have it go like even a nickel against me. I don't know about shorting it, but man, oh man, 57, that looks like a good level too. And then you mentioned CVX. That's a little bit thinner of a stock. That one got the initial spike to 98 and then backed off. So let's get back up to 98 and this one, take that out for the move to continue. Even look like you have a selling interest here just above 97, you know, over the last 45 minutes. So it wasn't just those two stocks, though. Uh, sure. He, yeah. he, he did take a new stake, as you mentioned, in, in Chevron and Verizon. Also took a new stake in Marsh and McLennan, tickers MMC. Yeah. Wow. That, that one popped, but it was the move was over in like a second. Uh, well, so. I traded it. I was part of the pop, so because okay. I got burned, burned, and I saw MMC, <laughs> and I bought this thing over 116, so I paid up for it a little bit. It went to 120 literally <laughs> 10 seconds after I bought it. I tried. It went 120 bid for like 1,500 shares. I tried to hit it, um, but it went really fast. And then I had to like yep. 
then you're like, okay, it's not going back to 120, but you're looking at a 116 bid down there, and you're trying to work the order. So, you know, you do your best to work out of what you can. And um, it actually went all the way down to 115. Um, I had sold most of it by then, but I'm like, I was thinking about rebuying a whole pile. Like, somebody has 115 offer, and they just wouldn't move. But then I'm like, do they know something? Is something else happening here? Is this going to be like one of those screw the Buffett buyer trades? You know, you start questioning <laughs> it. The MMC would not move. Somebody sold like 10,000 shares of 115, which is huge for this stock after hours. It was like 1,000 shares, and it was just sitting there and refreshing. And refreshing on you? Yeah. So I'm just looking at it. I was like, well, I'm not selling it down here, the rest of the stock I had. But I'm like, I'm not, uh, I'm not gonna buy more. I should have bought more because it's 116. You know, it's over 116 here this morning. But again, this is life volume. You don't know, yeah. You... Well, you, you do kind of. You, you say you don't know. You kind of have, you know, quantitative edges that usually when you Buffett buys a stock, it goes up a little bit. I mean, if Verizon's going up four percent and Chevron's going up four percent, why not MMC up four percent, which will put it in that 118, 119 area? So I wouldn't be selling it here, but, you know, funny things happen. You know, this is not getting as much headlines as the Verizon and Chevron, even though it's a thinner stock and you think it could go more, uh, but they're not talking about it as much. So, you know, this is different, too, because this one is pretty close to all time high. Right. So, you know, it hit just over one. Actually, that was really I don't think they care. It's just Uh, it's just a thicker. It's a stock that doesn't move as much. So it's a good point you're making there. It's not hmm. a high bait on MMC. It got to one uh one twenty twenty two and uh the old time high is one twenty ninety seven. So there you go. You snuck into the one twenty handle. Uh any any other oh we don't care about what people sell, right? Well uh, no, here, I, I do want to keep going on sell. that. So so those are his three new stakes, right? Yeah. A new a new stake meaning he did not he did not own these stocks at the end of Q three, he bought them in Q four. He raised his stakes in T Mobile so that that's a that's a new stake in Verizon. Ray stake in T-Mobile, so he's betting on telecoms there. Yeah. Ray's his stake in Merck, Avi, and Bristol Myers. So he's betting yeah. on betting on healthcare. Yeah. And also raise his stake in Kroger, KR. Ooh, so, let's go so Kroger. Betting so bullish, uh, bullish healthcare, bullish telecoms, bullish uh, staples, right? Again, and then you think about 13s, and you're like, oh yeah, well, what everybody else do? It really doesn't matter what, from my experience, it really doesn't matter what anyone else does, um, at least in the last year or two. It's Buffett, and then there's like, you know, obviously you have Einhorn, you have, you know, you have Loeb, you have everybody reporting. But the only ones that really get the headlines is Buffett. He gets 90% of it. So you see other stocks, and, you know, uh, somebody took a big stake in Macy's, it's down. I mean, it doesn't care. It's what people care about is Buffett on these 13F filings. If it's a random day, then they care about right. other ones. But when it's on 13F day, it's like everybody's waiting for the Buffett one, and that's what they're trading. And you're absolutely right. Nobody cares what he's selling. They only care what he's buying. It's the same thing with SEC filings. It's the same thing with Kathy Wood. And we look at her ARC buys. We never talk about her sales because you know what? The stocks that she sell typically don't go down. The only ones that go down are the ones that people are anticipating she's going to buy, and then she doesn't buy it. So, <laughs> I mean, and it's like Palantir last night. We're all anticipating that Kathy is probably going to buy Palantir. It's a big down day. She likes buying the dip. She's bought the stock before. I'm like, I'm in it too. Last night I was like, I'm, I'm in it. You know, I'm trading. I'm, I traded a lot. It was tra- trading actively last night. I must have been in and out of it three or four times. But, um, you know, I wanted to be in it when that email came through because I'm like, I'm, I think she's probably bought Palantir. And there was a lot of other people that thought that, too. And it's the, it is the case. She bought, I think, a million and a half shares. So That's it is great. up this morning on that. Yeah. I already sold my Palantir, too, so I can talk about it freely. I sold them to the Kathy Pop here this morning. That one day that's not going to work and you're going to get burned. But Why? <laughs> you're, you're, predict- you're front-running a... You're not front-running. You're not, there's no front running. Front well, running is actually, okay, right. uh, it, it's such a, a term that everyone right. uses. You're I right. hear people using it on CMC. Just to clarify You're right. um, for, for newer listeners out there, official front running is when you have a brokerage and the broker trades ahead of their client's orders. That's what front running is. So you could say I'm getting ahead of it. I'm yeah. trying to anticipate you are, you're, it. You're, you're, you're it's anticipatory trading is what it is. Yeah, I'm anticipating that she might buy that 
And there's money to be made there. Whoever did that last night is up 2.3% here right now. I mean, Goldman helps it too. They upgraded it, but it, it would have been up with Kathy regardless. So, yeah, you're anticipating it's a better choice of words. Sorry. Okay. No, no, you're right. Um, and then just – because front running is illegal, and you go to jail for that. So just to, just, I don't want to go to jail. I'm not uh, front running anything here. <laughs> just I I know you said we don't care about the cells, but just to finish it up, uh, he did trim his stake by a hair in Apple. Now he only owns 5.4 percent of the company. Excuse excuse us. Uh, cut yeah. his stake in Wells Fargo and exited his stake in J.P. Morgan and M&T Bank. So he's Ooh, uh, so he's, he's he, out of J.P. Morgan. Yeah, bullish bullish telecom and healthcare, bearish banks. Um, he also. What about Bank America? Uh, didn't see any changes there. He also got out of Pfizer, which is interesting, uh, and got out of Barrick Gold. So he's, he's out of Barrick Gold. But uh, oh, he's out of gold. This yeah. gold, this, this gold. I, Did he buy Bitcoin? Uh, no. You know, I didn't see anything about that. No, I, I was wondering that myself, actually. I don't think he can get one. I was wondering if he was going to buy Bitcoin. That would have been like considering Charlie uh, isn't a fan. I don't think he's going into it anytime soon. Maybe the new maybe the new guys when Charlie and uh, Buffett aren't running the show maybe maybe then maybe then they'll buy Bitcoin but okay so lots moving off the thirteen Fs yep lots moving off Kathy again with Palantir let's move on do you want to do the couple of earning stocks I mean we had about fifty stocks report there's not that many interesting ones but there's a few I, I Shopify is interesting always um, interesting yeah uh, to me so uh, ooh. Q4 Huge run into the report too. Q4 Q4 EPS a buck fifty eight versus a buck twenty five. Mm-hmm. Sales of nine hundred and seventy seven versus nine hundred and ten million dollars. So they beat and they beat on their EPS and their sales. Gross margin volume exceeded one forty one billion dollars in the fourth quarter. Reached one hundred twenty billion dollars for the year. Subscription sales up fifty three percent year over year. It's a great quarter. The money, again, we give strategies on these sh- this show a lot. And I've given out this strategy for f- seven years since we've been doing the show. The money is made buying them ahead of these reports and selling them before they report. This stock has run from $1,100 to 1474 in a week and a half. That's a huge run-up. So it's anticipated that probably if you're buying calls, oh, they might blow it away and it's going to go higher. The easy money was already made. The easy money was made. People are anticipating. Again, there's that anticipatory trade that continues to work. Anticipating that Kathy might buy Palantir. Money made. Anticipating that people might buy Shopify ahead of the earnings. Didn't really go up the last three days, but definitely had. So it had a little earlier run than they normally do because it ran a week and a half. But if you look, you look a week to two weeks before a stock reports a well-known name. They typically run up ahead of the report. Obviously, you got to consider market factors involved in that, but other things being equal, they typically show relative strength ahead of the reports. Wow. What confluence here on this pop? Uh, you had the all-time high on the 10th at 1499.75, and on that pop, I mean, you had to be quick. It got to 99.5, and that fell apart. So there, you have fifteen hundred. We're yeah. down thirty nine. That's a big level. Uh, I'm looking at these three lows in the same area, and it's really hard to pinpoint numbers with uh, you know a fourteen fifteen hundred dollars stock. But yeah. this fourteen thirty area is of interest to me, and it's just below the pre market low. Uh, if it takes that out, I don't know. There's a little bit too much downside here for me to be picking up pennies at fourteen thirty. I mean, what are you going to risk? Five, ten bucks? I mean, that doesn't even take you down to the four-day low. I mean, that doesn't even take you down to the four-day low. But that's my area Hard of interest. Yeah. Over the next couple of days, let's see if it yeah, can hold fourteen. Let it digest. Trading the stock after reports earnings. I mean, sometimes I'll report when I think it's run up a lot and then it gets the pop on the report and, you know, you fade to that because you think it's probably going to come back in. I didn't do it on this one last night, but it was a nice setup to do that. So you were, were rewarded if you were so man. inclined to take a short position. But apparently a lot of our listeners can't even short stocks, so I just found out this morning. Oh, so yes. I did not know. Kevin O'Leary is just on CBC. He says, you can't short stocks in Robinhood. I, was, I just asked my Twitter chat there. I did not know that. I did I not know that you cannot short stocks in Robinhood. I mean, I've never... Log by whatever log into a Robinhood account. <clears throat> it's just interesting. It never came up in conversation, so I did not know that you cannot short stocks in Robinhood. We have I wonder 1700- everybody on Reddit hates shorting. 
We, we can't we do have, it. We Maybe we should let them do it and they wouldn't hate here. it so much. We have 1,700 people here. How many people, if you're in Robin Hood, put an R. If you're on Weeble, put a W. Uh, and if you're on a other platform, put other. Uh, oh, yeah, other. So we got I, I just R, want to... R, R, for, R, R for Robin, Robin Hood, Hood, W for Weeble, and O for other. And if you're on both, put R W or W R. R W. <laughs> and then where it sync, it's a ticker symbol, and then we'll do the analysis <laughs> oh. on R W. Oh, now lots of Robin Hood, lots of Weeble. But mostly Robin Hood and Weeble. There's some yeah. others in there. Oh, I B. I a lot of those others are I B. I betcha. Oh, oh man, it's hard to look at that. That's too. That's fat. good Spencer, though. No, it you... was. I would say it was like two thirds R's and W's. There's a lot of. There's a lot. There's a think you're swimming. There uh, too, most obviously. people in our chat have more than one account. So, I'm seeing, so? I'm, I'm seeing a lot you of O's. So? I'm seeing a lot of. Yeah, I'm seeing a lot of O's. I'm seeing a lot of. It's always good, you know. If you are getting serious about trading, I think you should always have two accounts because what if one goes down? What if you have technical issues? At least you can go to the other account and at least hedge yourself or do something. You know, you're in a position that's tanking. At least, you know, you could hedge yourself. You know, you, there's different ways to go about it. I mean, or if you're, I guess you don't short stocks, but, you know, there. I just always think I always want to have a backup in case something, you know, happens ugly. So, like, the technology does fail, not just at Robinhood. It fails everywhere. You know, once or twice a year, you're going to see a brokerage, you know, have an issue, some type of issue. Even some of the better ones, they still have issues here and there. So connectivity, you might even have, I always say, you know, with me, have a backup internet connection too, if you're really serious. So you don't have the outages there. But Mm -hmm. I mean, it depends how serious you are about your trade. If you're making one or two trades a day, it's not a big deal. You're doing, you know, dozens of trades a day it's a bigger deal this is your full-time job invest in your full-time job just remember when we had that the t1 line at the bright office that just the the pipes going right into the exchange satellite going up on the the, roof of the the white building snowing oh it was snowing go get the snow joel get the snow shovel hit the snow (laughs) off that satellite we don't have any quotes on first alert here right now joe would have to go over the roof joe we sent joel up there with the step ladder and the snow brush and hit the snow off that satellite dish and make sure you don't knock the satellite dish over while you're doing it, or a little bit to it. the right, yeah, more. That was fun back in the day. Now it's easy. Just get an internet connection, you're good to go. They're all fast. You don't yeah, need anything do crazy. You just need do enough. it from your phone, man. Right? Who, you need, uh, internet I trade on my iPad too. You know, I but I've always got the two accounts because if one goes down, you need a backup just in case. But again, I'm doing this as a full time job. I don't have a day job. Trading is my day job, so um, you got to invest in your in your in your day job. Um, and, and on the note of Robin Hood, just PSA that the, the, the house hearing is tomorrow at noon. They're going to be grilling um, executives from Robin Hood, from, yep. from Citadel, from Melvin Capital, from Reddit. Uh, so we, we will be streaming that on our channel. Uh, and it's going to be a several hour affair, we, we think, though we don't really know. But noon Eastern tomorrow. Uh, so I imagine, I would hope that we're going to learn a little bit more about what all went down? Are we going to hear about the evil short seller? We we might. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't why are people allowed to short stocks? I'm surprised you're, you're not American. Not. Why they're should not. you be able to bet against America? You, you just said they're not allowed to short stocks. <laughs> no, I know. I guess they're not. So I guess yeah. There we well, go. they're just going to eliminate short selling, and then we'll just have bubbles everywhere, and everybody will be happy. So uh, maybe. Yeah. All right. Next. Okay. Um, People want to know what brokers I use. Um, I've got Ready Plus, Thomson Reuters, um, that clears through Goldman, and I have Interactive Brokers. And then I got my Canadian retail, like long term, like uh, BMO Bank of Montreal and Scotia. So I actually have a few. (laughs) Those are like longer term stuff, though. I've got Fidelity and very small account of Weeble since we're on the the share. What about you, Joel? Uh, Trade Station, Thinkorswim. Joel's got a few. you know, wow. I don't want. I got you know. That's fine. Other accounts. <laughs> I don't want to mention secret secret. Right. Um, okay. Every time Stiefel? Vegas says, every time I short a stock, a small child cries. Let's <laughs> 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 uh, go. Let's go. Let's yeah, move okay. on. People are getting bored. Okay, yeah. so, oh, so, talk so, so, so let's every go day, time. so every day I, I you know, time at eight twenty three. Every, every day I go into the, my Benzinger Pro Movers tool, and every day the, the top stocks on my up. Uh, filter are stocks I've never heard of, right? 
Yeah. Like the... like small cap stocks that I have never heard of before, uh, or or that I've heard of. That's everybody's they... top filter. Right. It, it, it's crazy. <laughs> well, like yesterday it was CAN and SOS, and they're up again this morning. Um, today it's like uh, like Aqua Metals, right? Some small cap stock I've never heard of, and then. SRAX, which we which we're familiar with, because they uh yeah they yeah, they sponsored the the crypto special oh, yeah. back in 2018, 2018 I I think. One. Uh, they're back, baby, and so <laughs> it's just it's just weird. Like every like it's what about kind of... load load? You didn't give oh, load yeah. the love. I, I did. I didn't mention load. Right, L O D E. Right. The, the head the EV headline. That's all you need. Get a headline. Oh, we're getting a lithium battery. Something about lithium batteries. That's good enough for the news, Algos. Yeah. Bye 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 bye. Two twenty five to ten this morning. I think this thing hit ten. It did. Got over ten and two brackets starting to fade now. So yeah. I think you can uh, maybe bring your offer off ten there if you're trying to sell that today. Yeah, Who knows? But kind of looks kind of kind of even looks like it. The and the. Just 15-minute bar. It's like trying to find support here at 760. We'll see Basically, if you're seeing a smaller company with a random headline and it says blockchain, crypto, EV. Bitcoin, EV, or pot, those are the ones that the algos are all over. Those are the buzzwords. You got those in there and you just got a random headline. You have some company that wasn't potentially into this stuff before, but all of a sudden is. You got Comstock Mining, which is probably a mining stock. Now saying lithium, that's a buzzword. That'll get it going. So, and these companies, don't kid yourself, kind of know what the buzzwords are too. I mean, you know, yeah, they're getting into these businesses, but they make sure a lot of times that the buzzwords are in the initial headline as well, because they know the news outlets will rip up on those buzzwords. You still got your LTHM? I do. I sold half of it though. Man, where is it? I haven't looked at it for a while. Twenty-two seventy-seven. Yeah, I sold half of it. Right? I I don't even know where I sold it. I was over twenty. Because we bought this, what, with, with Jason around, like, well, you said it came from uh, Gina originally. I didn't hear it from yeah, Gina, though. I years heard it from ago. Jason. Years ago. Years ago, Dennis. Years ago. I heard yeah. it from Jason on this show, um, and he got it from Gene. Five boxes when I bought it. So it's been a good one. I have lithium. I have two lithium plays. I have LAC as well. So, and that's been a good one, too, although that's off the highs. But it's trying. I'm still, I sold half of both of them because... I don't know, lock in some money, you know? You don't know when the party ends, so I locked a little bit in. It's always the wrong move, though. It seems like in this market. Always the wrong we got move. A it seems like stop. in this market, because they just go higher. Uh, yeah, we're being asked about BFLY, which is Ooh, uh, Kathy, Kathy Wood's been buying. Oh, it. yeah, she bought that last night. That's an interesting chart there. But it Boy. Was, Boy. Yeah, yeah, this is this is a recent IPO, right? Um, yeah, no, going back. Let's look at the but... Kathy email from last night, which was late again. Kathy. <laughs> she's, Kathy. She, she's got a business to run, man. <laughs> she's got a she's, she's got followers though. We're all waiting patiently. Kathy, six thirty is when you she was always right on time. And last night it didn't come till let's see the time. Seven fifty. It didn't come till seven five oh. So anyways, yeah, BFLY was was when you get these smaller ones, those are the ones that really move. So BFLY was in there. That was a new one that we hadn't seen for a while. SGFY was the other one. That one, what's that one doing? That was, oh, yeah, it's like up six bucks. Woo-woo, Kathy! I never SGFY. heard of that one. To answer the listener's question, um, I'm just reading this from Benzinger Pro. Uh, Butterfly Network, uh, digital health company working towards democratizing medical imaging by making it accessible for everyone around the world to contribute to the that's just all corporate speak um they have a single uh, groundbreaking single probe whole body point of care ultrasound solution so it's a medical imaging company that's ah, bfly yeah. yeah boy 22 to 24 22 to 24 look at that was How this a spac t- uh i'm just looking because it traded at like that ten dollar area for so long and then it, blew it did it, lo- it looks like it a, might be. that's a spac trade that looks like a SPAC move yeah, back does, in November. Right. It does look like a SPAC. Anybody know if that was a you SPAC? It sure looks like a SPAC. Yeah, it was. That's why, And that's why the Benzinger Pro headlines are off. Cause oh, this they, is LGVW. Because they had the ticket. Oh, conversion. I didn't know that. This is the new LGVW. That's oh, I traded this all the time. I did not know that. Yeah. See, I can't even keep these straight. I was on no, SPAC, I I SPAC all week. Yeah, Longview acquisition. And that's why the tickers aren't in there. Man, right they, ch- they change this stuff around so much. Yeah, I know. I can't keep up with it. Hard. Yeah, LGVW. I have Thank to you, change Chad. that and put that in my universe. So Thank she's you, been so so this she's been buying LGVW. So this is not a new buy for her then. 
because she's been she, buying she's a twenty two. She's like she's been I'm, buying LGBW. She's got an air twenty two saying, Come and get me. And uh let's see. That's Kathy. I mean... That floor is that's the <laughs> Kathy floor right there. See he's backing up the truck right there at twenty two. We wonder oh there's a when we see a chart like that, we're like, Oh, there's a big buyer there at twenty two. I wonder who that could be. <laughs> <laughs> Can I do that? Is that okay to do this? To put the, this on say the Kathy bid. <laughs> we don't know when the Kathy bid's done though is the problem. So right now you got the Kathy bid there. I think it's okay, Joel. I think it's funny. Okay, twenty four. You got a sneaky seller here. Twenty four, twenty four, twenty four, and then they said, okay, you know what? I want to see what happens when this gets above twenty four, and they let it go to twenty four eighty, and they said, ah, oh, sell it, sell me two million down to twenty four. And then they sold two million down to twenty four, and it closed to twenty two fifty. So, uh, I still twenty four is still significant to me. It did pop over there, but man, that twenty four eighty is kind of an outlier. Let's we'll see what happens if it gets back up to twenty four today. Next, hey, let's uh, go uh, the other Kathy by SGFY. This signify? one I believe is a new one. Okay, yeah, it's only been out there three days. Oh really? Oh boy! Yeah, not Three a lot of data. Or... Kathy doesn't care if it doesn't have a lot of data. She likes it. She bought three hundred and sixty thousand shares yesterday, so that's like a pretty good size buy. Uh, I'll just—I mean, this is really preliminary information here, but uh, oh, it's only three know. days, so it's hard. Yeah, to thirty-five bucks. Give me a look. At, I mean, if you're buying here, that's I, forty-one you know, though. I don't know. I know. I know. And you it, know what? It, you're it, just it, saying don't chase. Yeah, it, it, it's hard. And uh, I don't know. Did this work in? Um, Bumble yesterday. I know people were looking at that, and I was talking about the mid range, and I didn't leave the, it up there, but it it held there. I believe that was around seventy seven and a half, seventy eight. Look so. at that Bumble range yesterday. Wow, they wow they hammered that thing around the opening tick seventy eight to seventy, and then it bounced right off the previous day's low. Those old lows work there, Joel. Yeah, Buyers and especially there. if wow. you got caught in on you know coming on the way back up. Yeah. That would have uh, worked nicely. Uh, 8.30 here, retail sales and PPI. Retail sales are up 5.3% Yay. Up versus one. You know what? I, I got to do some shopping. I'm what telling you, you I have a bought, I don't know, I bought some socks yes, over the weekend. I needed some new socks, but I need some stuff, man. I haven't been out. And I just like the online stuff. It's so aggravating. Because you buy it online, then it comes in the wrong size, and then you have to send it back. I mean, it's like... I'm I'm ready to get back in the stores, but 5.3 versus 1.2. That's that's a nice jump. Uh, people are getting out a little bit more. S and P's not reacting though. Down four, down four and a quarter here. Kind of drifting towards yesterday's low at 18.75. Yeah, also I'm, Kathy. I'm, I'm, I just want to say, yeah, go ahead, finish. ACIC, and then we know Palantir. So she took a big stake. Everybody's anticipating going to buy Palantir. She did. She bought 1.5 million shares of Palantir. It's not up that much, probably because everybody was anticipating she's going to buy it. Plus, a lot of people got burned yesterday, so their bag holders uh, are selling. Oh, PPI, a little jump there. That's not good. It just yeah, rolled high. Oh yeah, PPI, inflation. No, Dennis, you said these numbers don't matter. Hey, did you listen to the uh, at the close show yesterday, Dennis? No, I'll just talk about. We had Kenny on. Kenny's always okay. fun. Okay, and. Uh, we asked him, or Spencer asked him, uh, what Palantir does, and he said that the CIA went public. Is that what they do? I, I don't. Does anybody don't really know. know what Palantir does? We talked about this in the show before. It's it's intelligence data for the uh, intelligence. Sector. I trade it like every day, and I don't really know what it does. DOD do. Depart- okay. Department of Defense. I tell you, this PPI is is shaking people up here. One point two versus point two. This is this is shaking. This How is long the... before they buy the dip. Uh, I don't know, Dennis. Three, two, one. <laughs> Dennis, can we do uh, one, one thing I will say is, again, the mega caps, you know, Amazon, I know, so little life, but Apple starting to break down here now. You are seeing money move out of the mega caps. The, mar- the big ones don't look healthy. The little stuff looks healthy. The big ones don't. There's rotation station happening here from the trade that's worked for a decade, the mega caps, into all smaller names. And I think it could continue for a while. Maybe this is the year of the small cap. It started year this way. Or years. 2021 could be. It could be, Joel. I mean, we have underperformed on the IWM for a long time. And, you know, even though I didn't like the candle on the IWM itself either, but uh, yesterday. It's, it's, it's not that great of an idea to be all in right now. 
It's it's. Um, I just don't like the leaders. Like the old leaders starting Ooh, to not look at like that two thirty. Ooh, that's a rock there. IWM on IWM. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I don't know. I'm again by the dips already starting to work. Um, yep, it's it going to rotate. Money's going to rotate. But there's a lot of stocks that aren't looking that healthy right now. So <laughs> just keep that in mind. I'm still, you know, we're still trading. We're still in a lot of these stocks. I'm still in a lot of names, but a little more caution. A little more, not just full on. Mr. Softy made a new all-time high yesterday, and people are getting all excited about it, but it got up to 244, 245 in the after hours after its uh, earnings report. So, I mean, everyone's all excited. I mean, look what the market. great report. Yeah. January 26th is, uh, um, well, no, I reported later than that, but. Oh, it did. No, I think it was a 26. It right didn't get there. nearly that high yeah. um, in the regular session. But I know people are just not excited about these big stocks that make money. I'm getting some heat in the chat for not knowing that BFLI was Longview. Man, I can't keep track of the new tickets. I, I, I didn't know it either. I, I didn't know ones. it. It changed three days ago because you know what? I have my systems that are I'm doing my scanning. New ones. I have to physically add a new ticker in there. It doesn't automatically do it. These are handmade, you know, homemade break. scanners. Yeah. So I got to add that in there. So I got to write it down now. I already did. BFLY. I got to change the LGVW ticker to BFLY. Yeah. So it takes me a couple days to realize that I just don't see LGVW showing up in my filter. I don't think about it. And obviously you see this stock, and you're like, oh, so that's that's the deal with that. All right, How many stocks Christian. a day do you get going through your filters? Hundreds, right? Uh, I got 2,000. No, I'm running a universe of 2,000, but then I have another scanner that's running the entire universe. So I've, I do have the entire universe running in the other ones, but my, my, like, my own made-up stuff is 2,000. 2,000 stocks. All right, it is 8.35. Let's bring on our guest here, Christian Fromhurst from Tribeca Trade, uh, Trade Group. Christian, if you want to turn your camera on, that's cool. If not, we'll just hear your dulcet tones. Good morning, Christian. Good morning, guys. How you doing? Good. Do we have a camera or no? Uh, no camera today. Uh, I can sh- I can show my beautiful screen though. I think that's yeah 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 yeah. That's you what love your beautiful screen. That's, that's what, what people want to see. <laughs> Care less right? what you look Listen, like. We're, we're guys in finance. You know, it's it's we like, not we uh, like charts. I mean, your cameras are great. You guys, Dennis, your hair looks great today. Oh, thank you, Christian. <laughs> my wife cut it. It's a little bit shorter than I normally go, but you know what? We're in a pandemic still, so that's okay. Uh, yeah, let me share. Let me, yeah, if we want to go through some charts and yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so what's on your radar? Talk to us about the Christian Fromhertz radar. I get a lot of good trading ideas off of you off Twitter. I always follow you. So give us a couple here this morning. What are you looking at? Well, yeah, I got. Well, I got Boeing. So I, yeah, I've, I got a couple stocks to look at this morning. I, you know, I think that um, you know maybe we start to see a little rotation into into some of these things like like Boeing, you know, obviously the financials are moving a lot on interest rates, but you know, Boeing I like easy setups. And what I like about Boeing here is that you just you got to break above the 50-day moving average. I use value area, so you got to break above the value area. So again, some, you know, an easy little setup here, but if also if you're looking at, you know, if you notice what's going on with the airlines, so maybe a little bit of of a reopening trade. I'm not a big fan of the airlines, but Delta doesn't look bad. You know, Delta's actually breaking a little bit higher. Um, there's another one that um, a member brought my attention to, which is which is ERJ. So you got, you know, maybe a little bit of a, I'll call it a mini rotation into yeah. some of the, you know, reopening type trades, I guess you yeah. can call them. Maybe a touch of value in there too. Yeah. So um, I still think, just like just as you said, that the small caps, I don't think the small caps are going to go anywhere. Um, I also like, you know, I think China's extended here, but I think any pullbacks in China, um, I'm a buyer of. And, you know, just talking about the financials, what's even more exciting about the financials is, is the China financials. I mean, this group has been, you know, in fuego, this, um, you know, FUTU, which I think any any dips in this name continue to get bought. Such a, Such a strong and impressive name. Um, and then it's kind of smaller name, which is a little bit less prices, this TIGR, uh, which, again, you know, any dips in these things, these China financials are getting bought. Yeah. And you know what? I noticed that rotation is taking you back to the reopening trade yesterday. That was very pronounced yesterday. And we haven't seen that for a while. We've seen, you know, like you saw, you know, I, I own NCLH. You saw that have a very good day yesterday by, you know, American Airlines, the airlines, the cruise lines. 
You know, Boeing was lifting yesterday too. Do you think this was a one day or two day thing, or are we starting to start getting excited about these stocks again? I, th I mean, I think that you, you know, for, so for NCLH, I'm kind of interested in this one too, but I'm, I'm looking for a break over, you know, 2550 for a little bit of confirmation. Yeah, yeah. But no, I mean, I think that we're going to get to the place, you know, we're, we're hearing the data that's coming out for COVID is starting to like the, the, the corner has been turned yes. for this. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think some of these things can definitely move up from where, you know, how many names have we seen that have kind of, you know, rallied from the lows? So I think it makes sense. And, you know, I got long a little bit of Boeing yesterday, um, but I'm open to like maybe putting on one more position in this group because why not? There, there's so many other areas of the market that have gotten extended. Mm -hmm. It does make sense to me that they see a little bit of a pause and maybe a little bit of a move into, you know, the next move would be maybe, a, you know, um, to, into some of these more like reflation trades. And same thing with the materials and steel stocks, too. Uh, yeah, U.S. still had a fantastic day yesterday and yeah, continued uh, a little bit here this morning. I mean, Nucor, you know, has this V, obviously pronounced V, where we sold off significantly 58 to 48. We got it all back in a week and a half. So uh, steel, you see our seeing materials looking, showing some strength. This market is all still about rotation. What is continues to be forgotten here right now is the mega caps. I mean, Apple is breaking down a little bit here. So it's interesting that not everything is going up in this tape. Um, you're right. seeing money come out of the safety names, the names that everybody's been in for the last 10 years, and going into names that people think they can make a lot of money quickly on. It's like a little bit of a greedy market right now where I don't want to stick in Amazon and stick around for 5, 10, 15% a year. I want to go jump into something I can make 5, 10, 15% on today. And I think that rotation could continue. Yeah, I mean, I, and I think for now, you just kind of let it play out. I mean, you know, months ago, when Amazon, because Amazon got another price target raised this morning and nothing like crickets, nothing, you know, nothing. and that's not how it used to be. Um, so for now, you just kind of have to realize that that's the situation that who knows, maybe they're being used for a little bit of a source of funds, you know, people pulling money out of like I an Amazon so. and, and Apple and going to some other areas. But I'm not going to fight with with the big boys and girls and what they're doing. And if they're just, you know, lethargic, I heard you talk about you know, maybe a week or two ago about, you know, selling premium in Amazon, yeah. which I think is a great idea, you know, continue to, to kind of collect money while this is going sideways yeah. and um, do that trade over and over until, until it actually starts to break. And then, then you can kind of counter and do something different, but Hey, if these things aren't going to move, you know, and you kind of also see this with Tesla too, yeah. right? Tesla's since it's moved into the S and P everybody said, Oh, I can't wait till this goes in the S and P. Look what it's done since it's gone into the S&P. Yeah, nothing. had the initial move after, and then we've had basically two months of just sitting around doing nothing. And I, I saw an it interesting – uh, Yeah, I saw – yeah, we talked about that 780 area. I saw an interesting tweet about Tesla yesterday, and I don't know if it's true or not, uh, that the company's made more money in Bitcoin since it, it, it you know purchased the Bitcoin uh, stake than it has selling cars over the last 10 years. That's what I heard. I don't uh, know. If well, you, that's what I heard. That's what I, I mean, on a percentage I basis. Yeah, I, that, that's what I... Um, that was a, a little bit of a joke, I think. No, I saw no, a tweet no. that said that. No, yeah, I, it's, it's, it's not a joke. I saw a tweet. It's Why reasonable. would I say it if I didn't see it? It's reasonable. I, I saw it a, a too, lot of their but revenue I thought it was a joke. From, I didn't a lot, think it was a lot real. of their revenue comes, like, from the, from, comes from the credits, so, that, so that's a reasonable thing to say. We're on the line with Christian Fromherds, founder and CEO of Trebeca Trade Group. Uh, Christian, I just want to talk to you about earnings trading and not any particular stock, but just like how you approach a stock coming into earnings. Dennis talked about the pre-earnings run, uh, the day you know of the report. I don't know how active you are in after hours or uh, pre-market trading. I kind of like to look at the close on the earnings day, kind of just for like a reference point. Like, hey, what did the the big boys decide? Where was you know where's the mark moving forward? Do you have any uh, any trading tips uh, for you regarding stocks coming into earnings, earnings day, and then post earnings? Yeah, I mean, I, I typically look for names that um, can possibly run into earnings, right? So I've been doing a lot. I've been doing a few different trades with like, um, you know, I basically I'll either put on a call spread or I'll put on uh, or I'll put on, uh, you know, just a stock position for a name that I think can possibly run into earnings. So 
that worked for me for a couple of names like shop and square. Um, but yeah, on, on like, it all depends on the, if the name really moves, like, you know, so for example, we're looking at square, which, which I think reports next week. So for me, it's not really going to be an earnings trade other than maybe selling premium, you know, mm-hmm. squares, square is a name that I've got in my long-term portfolio. It's my, it's called the TTG trend portfolio. So I continue to kind of ride that name as well as like PayPal and so forth. But for earnings, if they really, I think a lot of the, the hot names that people want to own. They make the move prior to when they report. So I like to have that position on prior, like two weeks before they, they report earnings. And I'm looking for a move, just like Shopify, right? Shopify, I don't think is it doing anything this morning because it already made the move. Um, it's actually down Good a little point. bit. So so selling premium would have worked pretty nicely considering, you know, it's like, where do you think this name's going to go after it already went from 1188, <laughs> you know, up to 5,300 points, right? Now, I mean, and if a name hasn't moved that much, like TDD reports this week. So I'll, I'll probably try a long call spread in the trade desk. Uh, you know, the, the earnings history is not bad um, for the trade desk. So that's another thing that I look at is really how the company, I, I do think that there's something to the fact that some names like a ServiceNow, um, even a TDD a little bit, they they rally after earnings. I think ServiceNow has rallied like, nine out of the last 11 earnings quarters, they know their their management gets it. They know how to set up a call. They know how to set expectations. So there's something to that. Um, so if a name hasn't rallied too much, right, and we could look at, uh, you know, ser- ServiceNow, but, you know, I love selling put spreads when ServiceNow reports. It's one of my favorite trades. So that has already happened, but I'll probably look for a long call spread in TTD because, again, the, the, the earnings history justifies me putting on a trade um, for that. And as long as it's not extended. So I like this consolidation that, you know, maybe there, maybe there is something going on that I don't know about, but I do like, you know, the fact that there's like eight candles in a row that haven't moved. Um, and I'm going to, and I'm going to target 924. All right. And you can see this consolidation here. So yeah, 924 is a level I'll be targeting with a call spread in uh, the trade desk. Can I just go back to the comment on on Tesla and Bitcoin for a second? Uh, Chris Kachi wrote a good article about this for Benzinga. And Joel, the, the, the point you saw was that Tesla has made more of a profit on its Bitcoin okay, thank you. than they've made on by selling cars, which could be true depending on, 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 on the number that you assume Tesla bought Bitcoin at in January. But yeah, that, that was what you saw. More okay. of a profit on their Bitcoin investment uh, than they've made by selling actual Teslas. All right, Christian Fallenhurst, you, you like the trade desk. Anything else on your radar here in these next few days or weeks? Yeah, sure. I, well, yeah, I'm, I, I am looking for, uh, you know, just as I said a few minutes earlier that, you know, maybe a little rotation out of some extended areas. I'm actually hoping for that. I think so many names uh, have, so many momentum names have gone up quite a bit. So I'm, I'm actually rooting for a little bit of a pullback in some of the high momentum, small crap, you know, super, super uh, growth for them to pull back and, and maybe some things like, uh, you know, a U.S. steel or, or some of the ag stocks like a CTBA, um, you know, those things to kind of uh, actually outperform a little bit. And, and we could get a little bit rocky in the S&P because growth is such a bigger portion um, than value. But that's what I'm looking for in the, in the near term, you know, rather than an overall you know, move down in the market, just kind of rotation under the hood. And then just one more growth name, as I mentioned, because I know yeah. Bo- Boeing is a little bit boring for probably yeah. most of your your viewers. Oh, I like Boeing. <laughs> uh, but I am watching this uh, this Celsius. I don't have any of you, have any of you guys tried this the Celsius drink? No. There are oh, way too on. there are way too many drinks out there is for me to keep track of. It's C-E-L-H. Yeah. CELH, it's another sparkling, this is no no alcohol, but energy drink. It's not bad. I recently tried it. It's been, you know, it's it's been another one of these growth stocks, and I'm looking for a break of 65. Sparkling energy drinks. So there's my little growth name for, for today. Nice. nice looking chart. Yeah, I don't mind the chart either. Uh, Christian, we're getting a question from the chat. What are those bottom indicators? Uh, the the ones on the the studies on the bottom of yeah. the screen. Yeah, yeah. So I always have RSI on here, so re- relative strength index. 
And then I've got just a, I've got some proprietary indicators. You know, I've got one that's called um, it's it's kind of like an MACD, but but a little bit souped up, um, which is called a Raptor indicator. And of course, I've got volume, and I've got um, another indicator called uh, breath, just a just a breath indicator, which I like to kind of see um, for confirmation purposes. Like so, for example, if we're up on the day, um, I like to see strong breath as a confirmation. Um, and then vice versa, too, even if we're down on the day and I start to see breath kind of uh, turn to the upside, you know, it's a nice little positive indicator for me. All right. Christian Fahmhertz, founder and CEO of Tribeca Trader Group, joins us uh, periodically on, on our show. We love having him on. He's a great Twitter follow. You see his handle up there, at C. Uh is constantly posting headlines, charts. If you're not following him, you really should. Christian, thanks a lot for the time. Christian, too, I just want to thank you. you uh, you've uh, had some nice words um, for our coverage of, the, of yes. the GameStop stuff, and you're always very complimentary on Twitter. So Yeah, absolutely. Really... I mean, you, you guys did such a great job covering that and giving a lot of depth to, you know, back then a couple of weeks ago, there were so many things that were misrepresented, uh, and you guys did a wonderful job at breaking it down day by day about, What's real? What's not? Just because you see these headlines out there, it doesn't mean they're true. So, you know, you guys really shed some light on what was really going on. And a couple of guests you guys brought on about market structure and, and short interest and how there actually could be more short interest than there's shares. There's a reason for that. And, and you guys did a wonderful job covering Thank that. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thanks a lot. All right, I, I'm feeling really good about ourselves now, right? <laughs> well, not so much me. I didn't do anything. You guys, I, I, well, no, it's I, funny I, because I Dennis has been writing and thinking and this stuff yes. for over a decade. So it no, and then when it it's kind of boring, right? But it when a lot of people find it. Yeah, a lot yeah. of people find it. It's when it when it when things change when the complexion of the markets change. It's always interesting to talk about it. Uh, let's go S and P's. They're trying to hold thirty nine twenty here. Uh, down six a, and a half. We got a lot of selling balances, Joel. We do. Yeah, we do. We don't see that that often. Um, at least in this market, I think this is uh, this is stocks leading us down. I'm seeing pretty much across the board a lot of opening selling balances here. This Any morning. big ones? Yeah, there is. There's a lot of big ones. There's a couple buys, and you know which ones those stocks are. Verizon seven hundred eighty seven thousand to buy, and Chevron one hundred six thousand to buy because of Uncle Warren. But I'm looking across the board, and there is big sell imbalances in a lot of widely owned names. Bank of America, 500000 to sell. GE, 400000 to sell. I actually just checked the calendar to make sure it wasn't option expiration because usually when you see this kind of size on some stocks, it's usually uh, some type of a day. Um, Coca-Cola, 163000 to sell. I know nobody cares about you know these thicker names, but this is what drives <laughs> the market. Disney, 61000 to sell. Met, Disney, Met let's White, stop there for a second. They, look at that. I mean, that thing, Disney? you know, that thing got to 198 and uh, they reported in the morning, they the right? Logo from under, yeah. 198. Did it trade over 200 after hours? I can't remember. No, it never no, did. Never no. did, I eh? Couldn't get over 200. Wow. Is this going to be another AMD? Because AMD, remember, got up to the 99, and we're going to 100, and they pulled the rug out from under. It never gets there. So sometimes 99 doesn't give you 100. In the case of AMD and uh, Disney, true. in the case of 199, not getting you 100. Because so, it was like up at 198 or 199 after hours that day on the earnings. So 185 now, looking a little tired. How yeah, it actually tired? it did. It had Well, look at that run that it had uh before earnings, it was negative on the year and ended the year, uh, I believe, around 180. Had to dip to 160. Everyone's like, okay, we're going to fill the gap. Then it goes pre earnings run, Dennis. You talk about a pre earnings run 160 to 190 and change in Disney actually made a uh, new all time high and it's just had some problems. It's I, I mean, we're just looking here, you know, a Disney chart, and it's Wake had such a run. Over. It's had such a run. What I mean, day was this? It... Yeah. Oh, wow. This got back up to one ninety three fifty five on the. Tw- oh, that was Friday. Okay. That was after the earnings. Yeah. Oh, wow. That seemed like a long time ago. Anyways, uh, we got what do we have? We have 
just about seven minutes left, and we yeah, cover let's, everything let's, on let's the do Dockers. Some, let's do some ticker time. Yeah. Drop those tickers in the chat. We it. will take a look. I want to cover Ford real fast because you were saying all it takes is is a press release with EVs, and and Ford had that overnight, or I guess early this morning they announced that. I know, I know. That's the, that, that's the catch. Too that's big. The, that's the catch. But uh, yeah, they they announced all their vehicles in Europe will be zero emissions by uh, or, or hybrid by 2024. Oh, is that and right? It, wait, what, what what's going on? We just said something happened. Guys, cancel in, your bids. In Ford? What? Oh, the market? No, a, they're uh, hearing about all these selling bounces. <laughs> tennis. What did you do? I didn't do anything. We're coming in a little bit here. I, we tell there's selling balances here. We've been talking about it for the last ten minutes. The market's okay. starting yeah. to roll over. They're big. They're big. Hey, Abbott Labs. Like, if we want to go back to it just for a second, there's a that's across the board. There's selling balances across everything in the S and P. So somebody's selling stock this morning. Yeah, it's, definitely. Do we just I, make, I, I don't, we just... if the selling balances stay like this, we're not gonna we're gonna probably continue to leak here a little bit. So I'd be selling the rips if I was day trading here this morning. Oh, wow. Boo. That was but a Ford, just, going back to Ford. So sorry about that, guys. Sorry. Sorry. I'm, I mean, we're all long Ford, I think, still. Or you sold your Ford, Joel. Yeah, I'm flat. I just, I don't know. It's just getting, it's getting boring. I don't know. Uh, I, I'm kind of getting to that point, too. I mean, I, I'm trying to hold on to it because I know I sell everything too soon. I'll regret selling. It's like 12. Point. Like, you know, it, it teased you that one time. It got up to 12, 15 when, uh, Deutsche Bank said it was the greatest day trade ever going into earnings, and then it barely got back up to 12 on earnings day. I mean, you got some low. I'm, keep an eye on like a lot, just these three lows in the same area. So I think you're you have someone steadily accumulating here at 11:30, uh, 11:40. So as long as that holds, it's still good to go north. But like getting over 12, closing over 12, that that'd be uh that'd be the next leg higher. What are your thoughts here? Are you holding on to your Ford Spencer? Uh, yeah, I'm holding on until they do the the um, what was it the the electric Bronco, right? Yeah, yeah. So okay, let's do some ticker time. We asked for yeah. tickers; they gave us tickers. Let's and then not, I got to not ignore them. All right, uh, let me go to the top here. Let's see who was first. Ba, 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 ba. I'm seeing a few CCIVs. Have you looked at CCIV today? It is crazy. Holy mackerel, this stock. And I said it yesterday on the show, way, way wrong. I was like, well, you know, it's $40. I'm like, if they don't get that deal, this thing could get the beats. I mean, we don't have, I don't think we had any news. Do we have no. an official deal or anything? We or just, we just had a, speculation? a, we had a report from Reuters that they're nearing a deal. Okay. And, so and, and, and Lucid is, is said to be like, I guess one of the biggest competitors to Tesla as far as like their actual vehicles. It's a huge name. It's a huge get. It's just a matter of like I thought yesterday at forty one, I was like, is it all priced in? It's fifty three now, so apparently not. <laughs> I'll just lay off here because I wasn't right yesterday. Uh, a couple highs in the same area. This is uh, uh, what is this? Is this from yesterday? I don't have the after hours market here. Let me get the after hours market. See, really, the only thing you can look at is the after hours high. Huh? Is this a twenty-four hour? Let's see here. Uh, boom, boom. Yeah, it is a twenty-four plus. hour. It's not doing much. Wow, it's I'm still moving around. I had a huge move yesterday. Not doing much. Bucks. It was halted three times yesterday on volatility. Yeah. That was a, the headline wasn't overnight here, Joel. It was last yesterday. Okay. That's why yeah, it was a middle. So it was like a twelve thirty, one o'clock. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yesterday's All right. high or this high fifty five and change fifty five forty. That's uh, the most recent high. You faded three bucks off it, so keep that as a potential target. More tickers. We talked a few of these already. Rewind for Palantir. Rewind. We, we did. We hit on AMD for just a second. Uh, da, da, da. AMD Pin- is in the same camp as the mega caps. It's it's not a mega cap, but it's been in one of those leader trades, and people are raising cash to go into the crap, and AMD is a victim of that as well. Uh, Pinterest. I saw somebody, some big hedge fund sold Pinterest uh, in the fourth quarter. Dan Loeb cut his stake in Pinterest. Um, someone in the chat is asking about pins. Unbelievable strength. Um, Twitter. Pinterest, even Snapchat. Those Snapchats kind of in consolidation station. I actually, I actually like that Snapchat chart. Um, again, if the overall market starts to get weak, you could see some money come out of these. So I'm kind of concerned on the macro picture right now. But you know, just from a, you know, if I'm just looking at Snapchat, 
that one looks more ready to go because it's been in consolidation station since the earnings so if that thing can get above 65 it could be off to the races pinterest just runs every day hard to chase it here uh but on a pullback you're gonna find buyers yeah the only thing you have is uh 89.90 the high from yesterday in pins so maybe you have a seller if it gets back up there again maybe take a peek at what up what's up there at 90 nice round number never been up there first things first if you're looking at this today you want it to go green on the session traded down 41 cents so uh 89.15 all-time closing high maybe a big seller up at the point at 90 check that in your book if it comes up to that area Okay, let's do uh, 30 seconds each one. We'll go back and forth between me and Joel and sure. Spencer. we got to get Spencer's technical thoughts. Oh, my sure. goodness. No, you don't want that. Oh, my goodness. Um, PGR, progressive. Hey, all right. Low beta. You want to take that one? You're talking about it. Spencer, take this one. Let's see how his technical I, wait, I was is. talking about it? What was I talking about? It? <laughs> right now you're talking about it. <laughs> I, I, I'm just bravo, bravo, Mo. Nineteen eighty-two wants to talk about. This is AT. Okay, I'll do it. This is AT and T. This is not Verizon because of uh, obviously it was Verizon before Warren Buffett took a position yesterday. But it's dividend play. People yep. are raising cash. They don't want a five point seven six percent dividend. I like the dividend. Actually, you know, this is the kind of stock I might stick in the long term portfolio. But short term, completely out of favor. People aren't looking at five point seven six five percent a year. I'm trying to make five percent a day. That's what the market's saying. A bracket. Saying. Hey, yeah, we sell of, that crap. Speaking that's of what dividend. that's what the market is saying. I like that. I like progressive here. I think in a long term holding here, I don't mind the stock here at all. It's getting thrown out because they don't want these kind of stocks right now. Risk on market throws out consumer staples. You can throw progressive uh, in as a thirty consumer seconds staple is up. Right now. Thirty seconds. Hey, is speaking up. of dividend, did you see Newmont today? NEM. Well, it's oh, it's it? down this morning. Big dividend raise. The raise were dividend by 37% this morning. Wow. From $0.40 cents a quarter to $0.55. Cents. They're doing that now? Yeah. And and it's down. Weird. With gold and, with gold in, the, in the dumps. The gold, yeah. Boom. Guts. Yeah. Got guts. I don't know. Okay, uh, Walmart. They report next week. Joel, it's you. Uh, Walmart. No, this week, Thursday. They report Thursday. I'm sorry. Oh, Thursday, nice. Uh, you got a great area here to keep an eye on. Today, after hours, whatever, whenever it reports, this 146 has been pesky. Three highs in that same area, trading below it today. But someone's lurking here, 146 on the downside, just under 144. Let's call it 143.75 is your support. SunPower has earnings after the close today, SPWR. Sold three-quarters of my position up at 53 when I got the short squeeze. I look to rebuy it somewhere, but a hell of a lot lower. It's been on such a run. I mean, it could have continued, yes, uh, but it's kind of in the middle of nowhere. I wait to after the earnings. I still own a piece. Okay. We'll do like a couple more here. I'll do one more, and then I got to hop here. All right. Oh, my gosh. The pressure. One more. Oh, God. I don't know what to choose. How about anything? Grab anything? What about uh, Gevo? G-E-V-O. That was just one, a random one. So I dropped in there. Givo. I mean, Givo, support is support. Yeah. Got a bunch of, bunch of lows in the same area. Uh, I'm just looking at this support. Uh, needs, so I like it. 1330. It's got a whole 1330. And then the only thing you have is your old. I'll even look at yesterday's high. That's a ways away at 1484. So I'll let you guys finish it up. Everyone yeah. have a great trading day. And uh, we'll be back at, uh, I'll be back with Spencer at 330. All right, that's a wrap for pre-market prep. I want to thank our guest today, Christian Fromhurt. Thanks to all of you in our chat. Hit that on this desk. You want to stay on and do a couple more with me? I'll if do not, two more. Go. Two more. Okay, let's do this. Uh, CRISPR, CRSP. Let me pull up my chart here. So we can get getting hit down three bucks. Wow, I haven't looked at this one for a while. Looks like oh wow, this is breaking down. Um, charts ugly. You've broken trend. You had a heck of a run from November. I think you find support at one forty. That's where you had the little double bottom back in December. You're 151. I think if you're buying here, I think you're early. Okay. Okay. And um, we'll do like a couple more. FLNT. No one I've looked at recently. Okay. Fluent. You're going yeah. off the board for me here. I do not follow this company okay. at all. Uh, chart looks great. I don't know what it does. I don't know anything about it. Um, nice consolidation after a big move. I think it resolves to the upside as long as the market stays okay. Ooh. I like this stock. I like this chart. Uh, uh, all right. 
how about fire eye here this one got the pop on that um that big solar winds yeah. uh, hack from a couple months ago yeah and it's just been slow and steady and, and i thought <laughs> fire eye was in consolidation station to go higher i bought it two days ago because i'm yeah. like i think eventually this thing could actually move higher again uh, and then CyberArk broke down yesterday. And now uh, you know how I Paris trade everything. CYBR breakdown says I'm yeah. going to FireEye. So I had turned around and scratched my FireEye. I had bought it 2140. I turned around and sold it right around 2140. Um, this was a swing trade that I thought if it got above 22, it could show some life. With CyberArk breaking down yesterday, because these two were moving in tandem, that makes me concerned that FireEye could follow suit. So I'm out and I'm concerned. I watched CyberArk here as well. Takes out 20, you got problems. As long as it's above 20. You still got the bulls in control here. Below 20, it's ugly. Again, CyberArk's the issue for me. CyberArk is, is the leader? Um, in this, too, I wouldn't say they can lead each other, but because CyberArk had the breakdown yesterday, it makes me spooked to hold FireEye. Mm. Yeah. Because yeah, CyberArk yeah. had been consolidating for the same thing, doing the same thing. Nice, beautiful cup and handle, and it resolved to the downside, which isn't typical when you see that nice cup and handle in this market. A lot of stocks do resolve to the upside. It resolved to the downside, yep. and that's why too similar of a business, Garrett FireEye could do the same. All right. That'll be a wrap for pre-market prep. Again, I want to thank our guest, Christian from her. Thanks to all of you in our chat. Hit that like button if you haven't already. Uh, we need those likes uh, to, to breathe, to eat. Uh, Hit the like, hit subscribe, hit share. Uh, Pre-Market Prep is also available as a podcast. Actually, all our shows are available as a podcast. If you're listening via podcast, please remember all the information from our show is meant to be used as informational purposes, not for investing or trading advice. Dennis, I will say goodbye to you. Have a good rest of your day. Good luck. Don't get picked off. Watch Warren Buffett. Watch Kathy Wood. And um, we'll talk to you again tomorrow. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.